Hello, you little crustinis topped with beef tartare, and welcome to episode 50 of Hungry in Kentucky. Woo! I'm Sarah from Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, and today I'm joined in Fort Lewis Studios by my blogging partner, Renee. Good morning, guys. And our producer, Carrie. Hello, hello. And we're going back to our roots today to celebrate our 50th episode. So I got to ask you all right out of the gate then, did you think you would get, were going to make it to 50? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Well, at least we wanted to. Because you know? well, it's just, I was thinking about this, and when you first started, like that very first... Oh, like, we're going to talk we, about we call it, it the, Okay, the pilot episode was, <laughs> that was something. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was something bad, but you know. Here we are. We've grown so much since then. I'm telling you what, I, I totally, totally agree with that statement, 100%. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, lots of things have changed since episode one um, for the OGs who've been with us since then. You may remember that we recorded our first official episode at my house. Then uh, we promptly came running back over here to Fort Lewis because <laughs> so many, uh, so many reasons. But we also have a never before aired pilot episode that we recorded in Renee's basement, complete with a crying dog at the top of the stairs. That's true. Yeah, so, I mean, it was endearing. Um, we started out with three co-hosts, so me, Renee, and our friend Nate. Uh, Carrie, you really didn't even talk till like the third or fourth episode. I didn't even have a microphone hooked up. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I didn't even have a microphone hooked up because I would sit here with a pad and paper and write down things that you all should have said. (laughs) (laughs) And then finally, it was because I I wanted it to be your all's show, right? Yeah. I mean, it's your show. And Sarah, I think you've done an excellent job with the the whole show running thing. I think you've really, you you figured it out. And yeah, I think you're doing a, a good job in terms of like planning and and that and, you know, kind of moving things along. But I didn't want to do that right out of the gate, right? Because that's on GBS, that's kind of what it, on Bourbon and Bad Opinions, it's what I try to do, <laughs> right? And that's more like herding cats. But no, I just, I wanted you all to find your footing without me kind of, you know, t- I've taken over, I use air quotes. So, yeah. Yeah, but I think you bring something to the show, though, for sure. No, yeah. it, was, oh, it was always funny, because after the show was over, as soon as she hit stop on the record button, she goes, okay, let's <laughs> talk about what you should have said. Yeah. And I'm like, would well, you just think to be on Yeah, you can just talk because about it. Because these points would have been great you to have out on the show. so many good puns, and just, yeah, and I'm, just, I'm over here like, I don't know. So di- she was literally dying over here. <laughs> Yep, and now now she's a full-blown co-host of our show. Yes, yeah, she is. Yay. So we're glad she's here. I'm glad they're both here with me. It's very, It's been very fun. Mm-hmm. I've had a good time. Um, Nate left us for the Air Force. He's over in Japan working on planes, living his best life. Send us snacks, Nate. Come on. Yeah. What are you doing, dude? Exactly. Come on. We're waiting. He's a, he's still on the internet. He's still on Instagram, so go give him a follow real quick at the Bearded Bourbon Air if you don't follow him. Um the pandemic taught us how to podcast over Skype, not Zoom, and I almost said podcast over Zoom, but I caught myself, <laughs> uh, with our own mics even. So yes. We, yeah. We leveled up pretty quickly. And even though we spent the first couple of months of COVID apart in our respective homes, I think that experience opened us up to new ideas and segments. I mean, that's where Everybody Tries came from. Yeah. Um, 
Is that where the podcast question came from, or were we? No, doing? no we I think we were doing. You're doing the podcast question, yeah. yeah. But it's it's been really interesting to me because I always tell people, like you know, when I talk to people about starting podcasts and that kind of thing, is that shows always evolve, and like mm-hmm. obviously the the show that that you the first episode you did is going to be different from the tenth episode is going to be different from twenty and fifty, obviously. Right. And you know, you all have added segments. You all have kind of I think figured out that you don't have to do every segment on every show, right? Which yeah. is which is good too and you know we've had some really cool guests on which has been a lot of fun and yeah and i think your all's interviewing skills have really leveled up too yeah i think so too and we're going to talk about that more in depth i figured that could be like a a a segment that we have oh for sure on down here in a little while so oh i just wanted to give like a quick super quick recap of our our 50 episodes up top so now that we're together again and going strong, we can't wait for can't wait to see what the next fifty episodes bring. So we have a lot of other things to get to today, but first, if you work in the restaurant industry or you have a food blog or anything related to food, let us know. We'd love to have you on the podcast. You can slide into our DMs on Twitter and Instagram at hungryandky, or you can send us an email where hungryandky at gmail dot com. And we can also do Skype or Facebook Messenger calls too. If you aren't local and you want to be on with us but not zoom no nope. we go over this every time we don't do zoom i might i would be into doing teams but you know microsoft teams i've been using that some also there's a really fun feature on it when you get more than six people you can do like what's called together mode and then it puts it like auto generates these backgrounds behind you and sometimes it looks like you're in a fish tank together and you're all just a bunch of fish <laughs> <laughs> or it looks like you're like working on a farm or doing a bunch of random stuff so all right Listen, if a bunch of people want to come on the show, <laughs> we can do that. <laughs> Sorry, I have to laugh because uh, Bacon just farted. So. Oh. <laughs> She'll do that. She'll and do that. You, you know that I like to laugh at farts. Tire so. fire over here. <laughs> Listen, they're endearing Bacon. It's okay. She wants a cereal, and she's not going to get it because it's not for her. No, it's not for dogs. She's giving me the stare down, though. It's not for little dogs like you, Bacon. I'm sorry. Next she's, time I'll bring dog cereal. She's she's is. she's also become part of the show. Yes. De facto yes. kind of. Yes. Yeah. She sits over here next to us most of the time and sleeps or farts. This is not the first time she's sat here and farted. This is just the first time I've brought it up. But yeah, uh, how everybody, however anybody wants to come on this show, we can make it work. That's the bottom line. We just don't do Zoom. And you can't change my mind. So. Mm-mm. 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 That being said, what you guys been up to? Well, I mean, we've been up to a lot of stuff together, mm-hmm. so you know that's been fun. Yeah, we celebrated fifty episodes at Tony's the other night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a fancy little meal. Yeah, we got to talk about that. I'm assuming that's going to be a segment here in a. Oh, I figured we'd talk about it right now. Oh, okay. Well, let's just talk about it right now. <laughs> let's just do that. Yeah. yeah. Um. So Tony's, I think. It, is a is a I guess we do a high end steakhouse, a fancy yeah. fancy type steakhouse type place here mm-hmm. here in Lexington. Are there other locations? Yeah, there's. I saw a little to go bag Cincinnati in Indianapolis. Okay, okay. Yeah, but not in Kentucky. Because no. Tony was partners with Jeff Ruby, and you know Jeff Ruby's steakhouse is pretty famous. He's got you know Cincinnati. Now he's got one here in Lexington, Louisville. 
Nashville. Um, does he have one in Nashville? Okay. So he's, you know, the, and those are pretty, he's pretty well known in the restaurant industry, right? And I think Tony, and I don't know the whole story, but somehow Tony was like, well, I'm going to go start my own thing. So he did. I guess that's, that's, that's how I summarize it, right? Makes sense. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, you know, I like that. I like their menu. I think that they have good quality, high quality food. Uh, I think the service is really good. Yes. Um, so yeah. I, yeah. Renee got free cheesecake out of the deal. She Man, did. That was a good borderline lie you told her. <laughs> well, oh, the, oh, the waiter was looking at me. The, the waiter looked at me and goes, it's your birthday, right? And I was like, sure. Yeah, you were just like, uh, I was like, sure. yes. It was like, but it was like the waiter, the waiter set it up, yeah. right? Yeah. No, so he told, it, it wasn't, I was like, sure. It wasn't like Renee went, oh, you know what? It's my birthday today, so I need to get some free cheesecake. <laughs> no, I mean, I play every, I mean, your every birthday was this month. So, yeah, technically it wasn't wrong. You got to celebrate your birthday all month, Renee. Uh, you got that right. This has been the longest month, speaking of, by the way. It feels like your birthday was 12 weeks ago. Yeah, it's it's it has been a long month. But, but. I digress. Uh, we've talked about beef tartare forever on this show. Yes. And I finally tried it at and, Tony's. And, and it was amazing. It is amazing. It really is. And and again, I know it, it the, in the pictures you took, the picture you took of it was, was very nice. I thought it, it did quite justice to it. But if you've never had beef tartare, beef tartare is basically raw beef chopped up with onions and capers and a raw egg on top. Um, I, I like how... Uh, Tony's does it with this uh, this aioli that they have. Uh, it's like a, it was almost like a garlic. Uh, it was that kind of a garlic aioli. I don't know yeah, exactly. Slightly garlicky. slightly garlicky, but if you put it all together, in my opinion, on the crostinis that they that they gave you, it tasted like you were eating like a hamburger, like a, a like a cooked grill, like a grilled hamburger with yeah. the onions, and because you had the salt, you had the onion, the salt from the capers, the onions, the beef. Um, and then that, that aioli that they put on, on the plate. Yeah. Like eating a cold hamburger for sure. And I mean, the first couple of bites I had to sit there and think about it. Not that I didn't like it. I mean, I liked it. I was trying to figure out how much I liked it, but, um, it was almost like a pate type deal. So what, because of the texture. What do you think of the texture and the mouthfeel? Because I think that's what puts some people off to it because it is, there's no, because that's why the crostini is so important with that because the whole thing is soft, Mm -hmm. right? The the egg is creamy and soft and then the meat is raw and soft and you don't get a lot of crunch. So you wouldn't want it like a fluffy bun. Right. No, no. You wouldn't want to eat it on a, I guess, unless you're in Wisconsin and they eat they have something called a cannibal sandwich where it's a raw meat sandwich. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah. yeah. But I think you you definitely needed the crustini to get that crunch. So what do you think of the texture? I mean, it didn't bother me. Because I personally just like to, I like to do the crustini, but then I also like to do just a fork full with, yeah. with no, no crustini. Yeah. I mean, textured foods don't bother me that much. Like, I don't like, that's a big reason I don't like onions, though, is the texture thing. And I don't really like raw coconut for that same reason. But stuff like soft textured things don't bother me at all. So I didn't have a problem with it. But I could I could see where somebody could be eating it and they'd be like, ooh, I bet this is what like, a brain feels like or something. Well, and, and again, like I said, I, I can see where people would be put off by the, by the texture. Because it, it is good. a very soft texture. And I have to point out just for people out there, please, if you're, if you're going to, I mean, I think you can do this at your home, but you have got to get their specific 
types of, of beef meat that you use for this. You cannot just go to your local supermarket. You know, I mean, there, it, there literally is a specific kind of kind of meat that you have to use for this so that you don't get get sick right and i didn't get sick at all whatsoever because because a lot of people a lot of people be like oh my god you're eating raw beef you're gonna get sick or whatever and i've I've, I've eaten it several times never had an issue so what did you think of the oysters also top notch they were we were talking about it at the restaurant blue point oysters it tasted like someone literally just took them out of the ocean and put them on the plate like that's how fresh they were which they get them flown in every day from new New York. york yeah 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 so they are fairly fresh, but absolutely no fishy, no fishy smell, no fishy Mm-mm. taste. They tasted very, very fresh. You got a little bit of saltiness on them. There, I if you're gonna have oysters in Lexington, honestly, Tony's is a place to get them for real. Yeah, yeah, they were really good. It was like sitting right at the beach and just getting them fresh out of the ocean, like. Well, and then Renee, what did you think of the sides that we got? Because they do the family style sides. Yes. And so Renee didn't, I will just say, full disclosure, Renee didn't get in on the tartar or the oysters. That's <laughs> no. why she's not commenting on them because that's not her That's not her scene, which is cool. Okay. So Renee picked the sides since she didn't get in on the, on the appetizers. Well, I had heard from several people that had been to Tony's. This was actually my first trip there that the mashed potatoes and the mac and cheese were delicious. And so I was like, those are two of my favorite things anyways. So I thought, I was like, hey, let's give them, give them a try. And they lived up to the hop. They were, they were both really good, I thought. Heck yeah. That mac, I don't even like mac and cheese and that mac and cheese was the bomb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was really good. Yeah, it was really good. So what'd you think of your chicken? Uh, chicken was, chicken was delicious. Um, I w- it was actually the first time I'd ever had uh, polenta because it, it was uh, roasted chicken on it was a square block of fried polenta and an arugula salad on the side and all of that was delicious but that was the first time I'd had polenta and I had never actually seen it fried before I watch a lot of cooking shows and I've never seen it fried before especially in the form that it was that it was done in Mm -hmm. and I thought it was really good and so I was the so that was also another first and then they have they they come out and they serve you bread they has regular butter like whipped whipped butter but then they also make a bourbon brown sugar butter that I had heard a ton about as well and tried it and that was delicious yeah yeah overall very very yes. good good experience yeah I loved everything it was a nice way mouth. to celebrate number mm-hmm. 50 yeah absolutely for sure now, how are we going to celebrate number 100? Oh, now, you got to just start thinking about it. <laughs> we got to think about it now. you got to think about it now. you got to start planning. Although, we could uh, go hunt down the best fried chicken in Lexington and have that. That is true. I oh. think I think, it, I think there needs to be a remote. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 okay. That's some fighting words in some parts of this uh, this city. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think I think y'all should plan a rem- some kind of a remote. That's that's what I'm that's what I'm going for because I mean yes. yeah. it's 50 more episodes is going to take it's going to take a little while it's going to take another year and a half right yeah it's yeah. Gonna, it's going to take oh, a little little we'll while. have remotes we'll have guests we'll you know so hopefully it'll be, it'll be but hopefully mm-hmm. by the by the time you get to 100 all this mess will be oh my god yeah oh my right. gosh, if it's not yeah. then <laughs> we've got another set of problems yeah there's a whole, whole other <laughs> can of worms being open there. Renee's events has been suffering <laughs> because of this. I know. <laughs> but there's some good events coming up this week. Oh, yeah. No, we'll, I have a slew this time. Oh, good. Nice. And we'll, we'll talk about those here in a minute. But, yeah, 
We had us we had us a fancy meal and we had us a fancy time. Yeah. Except for when it rained at the end, but you know. But it wasn't bad. We actually it wasn't that we bad avoided now. most. We avoided yeah. the downpour because yeah. I'm telling you, when Renee and I got in the car though. Because uh, Renee was kind enough to drive me to and from, so I could enjoy some be- some some beverages. Shout out to the dirty martini with blue cheese olives. <laughs> but uh, that uh, that was it's just scary to drive in Lexington in the rain at night. That's all I'm going to say yeah. about that. Oh yeah. yeah, for sure. Plus, I had on suede uh, ankle you boots, did. and they did not get wet. Oh not yay! At one, not yay! At yeah, that's good. Right. So that's the gods were shining down on me that night, but. It was a good time. I think it was a good mm-hmm. celebration. Um, let's see. What else have we done? Um, Carrie and I went to a Seder last night for Passover. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. So shout out to Elle, uh, who we had on the, to talk. I don't remember what number episode it was, but yeah, talk, talk all about Hanukkah. And um, yeah, she, she didn't. So she didn't get to do. So the Seder. Let me, let me back up here. Then, in case for those who don't know, Passover started last night, which we're record. We're actually recording this on Sunday. Shh, <laughs> it's a secret. It's a secret. But uh, Passover started on the twenty seventh of March, and um, you typically start Passover with a big meal called a seder, and there's a lot that goes into it, and and that kind of thing. And El didn't get to do one last year because of reasons, obviously. Sure. And so this year I was like, hey, let's let's do one. And she was gracious enough. She cooked all the food. It was absolutely delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she gave us a ton of information about, you know, kind of the rituals of it and, and, and that kind of thing and why you eat certain things that you eat. And it, it was very enjoyable. And the food was really delicious. It really was. And, and we tried something new again. Yes, the gefilte fish. Gefilte fish, yes. Ooh. It was good. It doesn't look good. It does not. It does it not. It looks like nuggets of mystery meat inside some goo. It's almost like the Vaini goo, but then with fish in it. Yeah. It's, but I liked it. Yeah. You know, like you all had said that before we started started the episode, and I was like, I have heard someone say this in some movie somewhere, and I've been like racking my brain trying to figure out what movie it was. Rush Hour just came to me oh okay oh, i feel okay. better now thank okay. you Go ahead. <laughs> no i was telling uh l that like that reminded me of rose from golden girls she mm-hmm. always had all the like scandinavian weird fish oh, like yeah. name stuff and then you were thinking of king of the hill yeah and i was thinking i was i kept Lutefisk. i kept getting confused with lutefisk but it's not lutefisk <laughs> it's gefilte fish and so l made a roast chicken and roast carrots and asparagus and matzo soup, matzo ball, matzo ball soup. soup, which was very delicious. And then we had matzo crackers, and something that unfortunately Sarah and I could not eat that was wal it had walnuts in it. Yeah, so it we couldn't like eat it. Apple chopped apples and walnuts, and it was supposed to represent the cement. Yeah, or the yeah the mortar yeah. the mortar that that built that the, they used to build, build the, pyramids. the pyramids. And El El said she wasn't a fan of it, but it's something that you make. So John tried it, and John agreed it was pretty dry and not he good. He was like, no, don't <laughs> but, try this. And then she was like, good, and just dumped it all in the trash. <laughs> she, yeah, she, she, even she said she didn't like it, but it's a traditional thing that you had right. to make, right? Yeah. So she really, really likes gefilte fish, and she was really afraid that we were going to hate it. But we were all willing to try it. You know, we were like, yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. we'll try it. And you put some horseradish on it, and it was good. I, I really enjoyed it. The, the scariness of it is in the packaging. 
Yeah. That that's the scariness of it, I think. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's white fish, carp, and what's the other fish that's in it? Uh oh, I can't remember. It's three different fishes. Yeah. All uh clumped together in a big lump of clumps. And it's not as But it it was good. And it's not as fishy as you think. It, like it didn't smell fishy. It, it wasn't tasted like tuna, like a little canned bit. tuna a little bit. Yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't off putting smell wise. It really you know, I guess you again you could get, you could be off put it off putted. You you could be put off by the shape that it comes out of the jar in. <laughs> yeah. But if you just like man kind of mashed it up and just spread it on a cracker yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Or matzo. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, but shout out to L for doing that in uh yeah, it was it was a lot of, it was it was nice. It was, it was very nice. Very educational. It was. It was, it was nice. I think she was very glad that we were interested in she was. her religion. And I know it made her happy because I can tell you she was pretty bummed out last year that yeah. she didn't sure. she didn't get to do it. So Yeah. What's the So thing? did you all get to meet Tyler Eulis? No, 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 we actually we had, it had it here. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, cuz her house uh she moved in Jane December, but her house is still kind of a work in progress. Gotcha. She's still trying to get some furniture type pieces in gotcha. so we had it here because our table expands <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um it was a good time thank you l mm-hmm. i feel more educated about jewish stuff so yeah because that was elegant to jewish jewish stuff yeah <laughs> yeah it's all whatever renee what have you been up to uh, so yesterday i went to crank and boom they were doing a collaboration with Oh My Cookie Company, and um, they had put out, it was just for a one-day thing, they were going to make cookie sandwiches, and I was like, I love cookie sandwiches, and I also, I like, me and Sarah are really big with the blog. Anytime that there's a collaboration between two locals, we're all about that. We'd done one, uh, one year North Lime Coffee and Donuts had made a donut ice cream cone for Sorella. Oh, yeah. And they had done gelato. And it, it was absolutely delicious. That's the first time I ever had a donut ice cream cone. Um, but I was like, well, I want to go give this a try. So I went up there. And there were three options. One was just, and it was all chocolate chip cookies. So you do the cookie with the vanilla ice cream. And they done the sprinkles around the ice cream. And then there was another one that had like cookies and cream ice cream that was a sandwich then they had a sundae and it was a bowl and this thing had vanilla ice cream banana ice cream triple chocolate fudge strawberry and something else there was like five different flavors a scoop of all of that strawberry sauce chocolate sauce whipped cream sprinkles and then you had these two gigantic cookies. And I'm talking these cookies were the size of like dessert plates, if that gives you guys an idea. Because I, I took a picture and I put it on our Facebook page. But I don't think you can even see the sheer size of these cookies through the photo. Like, that just yeah. kind of gives you an idea. So so I had that. And they said this was the biggest Sunday they've ever made. And I believe it. Because I was like, well, I'm going to eat this thing in my car, and I don't really want to get ice cream sandwich all over my <laughs> shirt, all in my car. So I was like, let's do this Sunday because it's in a bowl. Yeah. So, so I eat it. The ice cream, of course, is amazing, and I actually got to try some flavors I hadn't tried from there. Mm-hmm. And but like the cookie, the cookie was okay. I don't think I would have driven from Richmond all the way to the other side of Lexington just to get the cookie. I make cookies from home myself, um, and so I'm a 
pretty harsh critic when it comes to cookies. And I mean, the cookies were fine, but and but the ice cream never disappoints. So I so like the trip wasn't ruined. But shout out to them for trying new things and bringing uh, and doing that collaboration. So that was that was fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, you do make really good cookies. Thank you. Yes. Probably better than a lot of bakeries here. So. Well, thank you. You're welcome. And you're not the only person that was telling me about the ice cream sandwich yesterday. I got back-to-back <laughs> texts from a friend at work that was also... You just said you were going to get it. I got yeah. a text immediately after that said, go to Crank and Boom today and get the ice cream sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, uh, Renee is. <laughs> that counts yeah. enough, right? Yeah. <laughs> so... Did you? It was only at the like Manchester Street one. Yeah, it was both, was both locations. Oh, cool. mm-hmm. But they were just doing it then. on Saturday only. So nice. I was hoping they would do it all weekend, and I could have just because I literally made a trip up here just to do that. And I I stopped by a couple places on my way home that I drove all the way up here just for that. Mm-hmm. So just so I could talk about it, like have it for the blog and talk about it uh, yeah. on here. But like if they would have done it today. Mm-hmm. You know, we would have been recording. I could have stopped and got the ice cream and just kind of done it all one trip. But it, yeah, but it it's fine. We'll throw it up on our Instagram. Yeah, this episode. I'll get you the. Sure. Did I get you the photos already? Yeah, you okay. did. Um, pardon me. I'm quite burpy today. It's <laughs> <laughs> no different than any day, really. But um, yeah, and if you check out our blog, it's Instagram at Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, I put our Tony's pictures up yes. there. So as to cross promote, if you will. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, if you're not following us there, go follow us there because we'll be posting a lot of stuff this week for an event that I'm sure Renee's getting ready to talk about. Well, and I guess I totally, you all totally didn't take a picture of my lamb chops. Well, you you got a phone. You can take a picture of it. <laughs> Why didn't you take a picture? It's of your it? show. It's your responsibility. Renee took pictures of her, her food, and then she sent them to me. Also, so. also, I suck at taking pictures. So there's there's also that. But real real quick, I got a uh, dessert. I totally forgot the dessert for the seder oh. that uh, oh, yes. that that Elle made. And you would have liked this, Renee. It was actually I have a piece in there that, that well one last piece that you might want to try. But you know you're you're not allowed to use flour. For seven okay. for seven days Passover because you know it's the whole thing because you know when when the Israelites fled Egypt they didn't have time for their bread to rise and they didn't use flour and and that that kind because they had they had to get out right yeah so you're not allowed to use flour for seven days so Elle made a flourless flourless cake and she just used what matzah matzah meal and eggs and eggs and I think and a little olive oil maybe some sort of oil maybe yeah, yeah a little bit of olive oil and it was delicious. Like it was moist. It sorry, excuse me for using that word. It it's, was not dry. It's fair <laughs> well, you know for what, a I feel about like cake. you can talk. You can use that word when we're talking about. Cake. Okay. Yes. Well, it was. I'm glad we agree. On it that. was not dry. It was. It it turned out really good. I enjoyed it, and she made it like a black and white cookie in reference to Seinfeld. Yes. And yes. New York. I and, love and, black and New York. And yeah. <laughs> They're like my favorite. And and New York. So yes. Yeah, so no, no, I was like, is this for Seinfeld? And she was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah it was i you know again i can't say enough about it she she has some cook, she has some skills in the kitchen let me tell you it was yeah. all very delicious it was all super delicious yes i enjoyed everything that i mm-hmm. ate so yes. thank you again Elle. it was very nice um i feel like that's a lot that we've been up to i could talk about other things but we got other things to talk about mm-hmm. so let's move on to america's third favorite segment renee's reports 
Well, dun dun da da dun 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 dun. Okay, so we've known that with the pandemic and everything that it has been hard. I have really struggled coming up with events. This this week, the Lord hath giveth, and they're and they're all food related. After He took away from us, He for did. A whole year. He did. But you know what? It She's makes so us appreciate rude. these things that well. Much we are in the holy season right now, so yes, yes. So you remember that the village idiot had closed, right? Because of the pandemic yes. and all yep. that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? It is reopening, and it will be opening with the same ownership. But will be, but it's going to have new decor and a different name. According to the history books, the building was the oldest surviving post office. So, so to pay homage to, to this history, the business will be called the Postmaster's Pub. That's going to be coming up soon. I'm just going to go through these kind of quick because I have several. So, we have spoken several times on this show about those amazing milkshakes. From the restaurant in Georgetown, the Sweet Matriarch Bakery, right? Well, from April to October this year, they were opening up a second location in Lexington Green, and it's going to be called the Caddy Wampus Station. Oh, that's more. They're going to have her milkshakes, and she's hoping that if all this goes well, that she's going to venture out to like burgers and fries and stuff. But it's only going to be a short period of time. Hopefully, it goes well and she stays. Where at in Lexington Green? Do you know? Is it going to be like a a pop up? In the parking lot type of thing, or is it's it... going to be indoor and outdoor seating. It's like uh, it's in the place where like Jack's something or other. Oh, it's a lakeside. The, yeah, next to um, oh my god, Palmer's. Yeah. Oh, okay. So down the hill. Yeah, yeah. I think probably like the on back. the back side where Comedy yeah. Off Broadway is. Between Comedy Off Broadway okay. and yeah. Palmer's. Oh, where uh, where what's it used to be? Yeah, Jack's Burger. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's Jack's what's there right now. Oh, because it was it was called something else yeah, before it's it was been Jack's. Like 40 yeah, other things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's yeah. a cool place. Yeah. So I'm I'm, ex- I'm excited about that because we've been I have already put an hours worth of time <laughs> standing in line for the milkshake and never got one. So yeah, I am dead set that this. I'm is more happening. willing to do it if it's going to come to Lexington. Yes. So. Yes. Sorry, that was me that pulled the plug on the standing in line after an hour. It was hot. <laughs> no, you went and got the car. And I was I was like, I was determined to get it for the blog, right? I was like, I will sacrifice. The only reason why I gave up was because the lady in front of me was going to order nine. Yeah, like. And it, you and it took them, them. Probably, I don't know, about 15 minutes to make one. And I said, if she's going to make nine. I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. That's the. I'm sorry. That is rude. Yeah. That is rude. And she was buying them for like four or five kids, and, and the milkshakes are giant. Like the kids should could have shared one. Me yes. and Renee could share one. Like get, get on her. Get anymore. on her Instagram if you've not followed her. Sweet Matriarch Bakery. Mm-hmm. She's out of Georgetown. You can flip through her Instagram photos. She's got pictures of her milkshakes. You get. They are twelve dollars and. I mean, they but could go big. up in price, but at the moment they were $12. You get a mason jar, like that is yours. And it's milkshake and it's like really tall and it has all these toppings and a cupcake and everything else in the world. It's crazy. But anyway, so next thing, speaking of like ice cream and stuff, we're going to have another ice cream place come town. It's going to be in the summit and it's going to be called Buzzed Bull Ice Cream. It's a Cincinnati-based uh, shop that specializes in ice cream that is flash frozen with liquid nitrogen. It is made to order. Like you will watch them actually pour the nitrogen over it to make your ice cream. It takes about two minutes. And you get to see the whole smoke coming up and all like the whole presentation of it. 
but you also can add alcohol to it. They've got different varieties of bourbon, whiskey, vodka, tequila, and other stuff to choose from. If you want it, if you don't, you can just have the ice cream. But the flavors are supposed to be really good. But that's going to be in the summit. Uh, next thing, Porterhouse Barbecue will be finding a new home inside of Greyline Station. Their food truck. Oh, yeah, they're a good food truck. Yeah, and they're going to now be inside there. So at the moment, they're going to be operating out in their food truck, but in the back parking lot of Greyline until at the end of May is when their space is supposed to be available, and then they'll move inside. Yeah, So you guys should go and try their uh, their barbecue parfait because I had that at Fusion, actually. Yes, you did it with the KSR with the event. KSR yes, yes. Remote, and it yes. was very good and visually pleasing and super tasty. Oh, wow. You should get it. So that's something that we can look forward to. Greyline just keeps adding more stuff, and it's it looks like it's going to be really cool. Um, Middle Fork Kitchen and Bar has closed its doors due to COVID. Oh, that sucks. So I never COVID got to try that place because it's super expensive. I never <laughs> did either, and somebody, I can't remember who I was who we were talking to. I think it was John and I were talking to him and was telling us that we should go there because I have kind of decided on the back of this Tony's thing mm-hmm. – I like the high-end steakhouse, right? Don't get me wrong. It, I, I like it. Oh, yeah. Totally has its place, and, and I enjoy uh, going there. But I think I have become a person who likes more chef-driven cuisine type of restaurants. I understand. Like yeah. Middle Fork, like Heirloom. Because when you when you go to Tony's, I mean, I'm going to go there, and I'm going to get oysters, and I'm going to get the beef tartare, and they have a bunch of, you know. It's a special occasion It place. is, it is. But, they, you know, their, their menu pretty much doesn't doesn't change a mm-hmm. whole lot right they they kind of really have their flagship stuff stuff and don't get me wrong heirloom has flagship stuff but they're more it's more still more of a chef trip so I, I'm, I hate to hear that because I never got to go and I heard it was delicious and I'm super kind of more into the chef driven type restaurants it now. Was one of the you can tell the difference in food quality mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. you when you find a place that's chef driven oh for sure yeah. I yeah. mean and again, Hands down don't get me wrong. Like Tony's, Jeff Ruby's, yep. it's, it's all great. It has its place in there, and they're a lot of fun to go to. But I, I really love the chef driven cuisine. Yeah, so I'm very sure. sad to hear yeah. that because we never yeah. got to go. Yeah. Uh, so one of our favorite. Uh, pizza places rolling oven has opened up another location it's on uk's campus and it's going to be located inside the cornerstone exchange i, I think it's one is. of those new buildings they put up i'm assuming i don't know where anything on uk's no. campus is anymore <laughs> except the hospital so but you know what they're going to be closer to the hospital and hopefully we'll be able to get in on hopefully a delivery action or if we door dash it it won't be that far away so but there's gonna be one on campus and last one Sorella Gelateria, we were just talking about Sorella just a second ago. They are now, they're moving locations. They're no longer going to be on North Lime. They found a building on Jefferson Street. It's a little white. I knew exactly where it was. It's on the corner yes. of Jefferson and Short. There used to be a barbecue place. Yes, but they have a little parking lot. The triangle parking. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Next to, it, it, isn't there a wine store still there? Uh, no, that's on the other that's side. up the street. Oh, okay. The wine and market. Yeah, yeah, it's the other way. Oh, okay. Up by, like Blue Heron and Gregus oh. and all that. Gotcha. Um, this place actually has a little bit of parking, and parking was a huge reason why they decided to change locations. So they're going to be moving. They haven't set a date yet, but whenever whenever we hear about it, we'll let you know. That's all I got. Cool. All right. Also, today starts um, Lexington's second annual Fried Chicken Sandwich Week. Yes. Brought to you by the Food News and Chews show, I believe. 
It's a couple of chefs here in town that have a food show. Oh, uh, Jonathan Ashby. Yeah, from Azure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He runs it, or he's they a host. They real good one last, last year. And they have they have one again this year. They have 10 different sandwiches. I'm, I'm going really in-depth about it because they asked us to help yeah. them promote it. Sure, absolutely. So, um, 10 different sandwiches, 10 different restaurants, just like last year. I think they have mostly the same restaurants as last year, but they have different sandwiches. So mm-hmm. you can check out their website. I don't have it right off the top of my head, but if you just Google Fried Chicken Sandwich Week in Lexington, yeah. it comes up. I'm sure it's like, what, 2021. So, in I was going to say Fried yeah. Chicken Sandwich Week, Lexington, 2021. Yeah. yeah. So uh, check those out. We'll be covering that for the blog this week. So you can see pictures of that on, again, at Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats on chicken. Instagram. Yes. Renee's the chicken connoisseur over here, so I expect lots of good reviews. Do you know how many restaurants are participating off the top? Ten. Did you say that? Mm -hmm. And I missed it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I wasn't paying attention. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I think you can print off a passport, and if you get it signed by five, at least five of the ten restaurants, you get entered to win a prize. So now are they doing it like they did with the Burger Week and all that last year where you can do carry out? Um, let me just pull it up here real quick while we're sitting here. Okay, sorry, I just have some. Uh, I have no. questions. You're fine. No, I hope they have carry out. Otherwise, we're gonna have issues. Crap. Yeah, because I mean, obviously, you can sit inside more than you could last year, but still, the carry out's a nice option, right? Yeah. I think yeah. it's a nice option. Well, as, as we've said before, while she's looking this up, if they would offer, because I know a lot of their like five dollar deal, and just same way with Burger Week, if they would charge, I don't even care if it's an upcharge for it to go. I will pay the and I will pay that price to be able to take it to go because like with my work schedule, when you are a second shifter and a good chunk of your day, which is when everything is happening, you are at work. If I'm able to take it to go, I can understand the no delivery, no DoorDash, and all that. But if I'm able to take it to go, that will allow for me to be able to eat it. They did to go last year. <laughs> they, did. they did, and I would think since there's still like some restrictions around, yeah. you can take it. To, it doesn't say on the website, but the website is just the wvlkam.com. Okay. It's a news talk five ninety website. Okay. But um, yeah, there's ten ten local restaurants, and the sandwiches will be offered um, this whole week, Sunday through Saturday, for five dollars. Um, and it doesn't say what the grand prize is, unless I'm missing it. But you print off your passport, have the businesses signed off that you ordered it on your passport. And then once you have at least five of the ten signatures, you can email your passport to contest at cumuluslexington.com to be entered to win a prize. <coughs> and real well, quick, usually it's really good prizes. It's yeah. I've seen before it's been like a grill and a, like a whole summer's worth of meat yeah. and charcoal and For a sure. Yeti cooler and just all kinds of stuff. And the participants, real quick, are just, while we're talking about it, Mr. Brew's Tap House, Southern Deli, Schlotzky's, Chicken Salad Chick, uh-huh. so I know Renee likes that place, McGee's Bakery, Shamrock's, both locations. Um, Azure, Azure, however you say it. Azure. Azure. Uh, Lexington Diner. Gus's World Famous Chicken. I say Lexington Diner's one. And Good Zim's job. Cafe. Mm-hmm. And that one from Gus's, this is the one I had last year. This was my favorite one last year. It's amazing. So you guys can check it out. It's um, Buffalo Chicken Tendies on um, Texas Toast with American cheese and then mac and cheese on top. Okay. Yeah. So All right. But, uh, yeah, I just want to throw that one in there, too. So, anyway, back to the regularly scheduled program. All right, there you go. Mm-hmm. 
chicken fried chicken sandwich week. Well, yep. those are lots of really good events going on in the next couple of weeks. Sorry, yeah. I check those out. Absolutely. All right. So now let's move on to our next segment that I would normally be everybody tries, but I'm turning it into memory lane mukbang. Oh, okay. yes. I like that so, name. Right. All right. Solid name. <laughs> a lot of alliteration. I thought we could celebrate our 50th episode with a combination of America's second favorite segment, Everybody Tries, with a little trip down memory lane. So let's start with what we're snacking on. Since Easter is next weekend, um, and this is since it's a controversial treat, you know I had to pick up some of these Kellogg's Peeps cereal. Because, um, you know, people have uh, feelings about Peeps. What are y'all's feelings about Peeps? I am, I'm fine with Peeps. I don't have a problem eating Peeps. I, I don't like the fact that now there's Peeps, like, year-round Peeps. Yeah. Peeps are Easter, right? Yeah, I mean, that's the that's Easter, Easter thing. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say I hate how the CFO eats them, which he <laughs> opens them and lets them get stale, and he likes stale Peeps, and stale, stale Peeps are gross. That's rude. Yeah, but right. I, I'm a Peeps fan. Sure. Okay. Right I can take them. I can take them. I don't hate them, but I don't love them either. Yeah, that's my whole thing. There was like a package of them sitting in our office for like three weeks because it was a it was a ploy to sabotage someone on their weight loss competition and then that that backfired so they just sat <laughs> waiting for someone to come eat them and I think they finally went to a good home but nobody nobody else would eat them either <laughs> so well they're more fun to blow up in the microwave uh, yeah okay you put them in there and they swell up oh, big yeah. and just. Poof. I mean, it's a mess. Your, your mom probably be mad or whatever, but but it, I mean, it's it's fun to do. It's not fun to clean up. But it's fun to do. Right. So we're mentioning on this uh, peep cereal. It's just a generic Kellogg's cereal. What I think we decided it tasted like Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops with, with marshmallows. marshmallows. I don't really get Fruit Loops. To me, it just tastes like a basic sweetened marshmallow cereal. There's nothing, you know. Nothing peepy about but it. But it's yeah. not, it's, look, it's not bad. No, it's it not. Does, it's to not, me, it doesn't yeah. taste like peeps. No, it's no, not no. at all. No, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's just a sweetened kind of Cheerios, sweetened Cheerios, frosted Cheerios, whatever you want to call it, with little teeny tiny marshmallows. They're not even like big marshmallows. They're very, like, they're half my, I was like, is yeah, there marshmallows in us? They're very microscopic. They're teeny no, tiny I mean, bunnies. The, the marshmallows are shapes of bunnies. They are. Which makes it very festive, and it's and it's uh, Easter colorful. And chicks, they're also yeah. chicks. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. pastel colors. So yeah, yes, it's all I right. Figured they were there staring at me at Meyer being all Eastery. So mm-hmm. I figured it's something we haven't had before. I didn't want to get us peeps because that just that's low hanging fruit. It is low hanging fruit. You know. Yeah. We want to be different and innovative on this. But podcast. if if you like a sweetened cereal with marshmallows and you want to be festive, I think it's you know yeah, it's fine. It's serviceable. Yeah. Well, That's and, a good and for it. it's not bad. It does not taste like Peeps. Mm-mm. I mean, it, it's it's actually pretty good. So if you wanted to give it a try, it's worth the money. And plus, it looks like there's a fifty cent off coupon on the box. Well, yes. There you go. There you go. Savings all around. Yep. Oh no, that's for the Peeps candy. I'm looking at Mommy. this. Oh, yeah. Say 50 cents on buy one Peeps candy. Yeah. Well, if you want to get some Peeps candy, buy the cereal, too. <laughs> get 50 cents off. There you go. Um, <laughs> so, let's think back on our first episode. Not the one that was released. The one that we did at Renee's house. Oh, Which wow. I still have the audio for, by <laughs> the way. okay. We don't need to hear it. No. 
I'm fine without ever hearing you. You can just you could put it in a time capsule and bury it in your backyard if you'd like. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's sitting on my it's sitting on my external hard drive that I that, that I use you to can really just drag that to the trash, trash can. can. Oh, I'll keep it. In. <laughs> hey, that's what the trash trash can sounds it, like. When you if B A B O After Dark can still survive without being unreleased, uh, y'all are all right. <laughs> Well, uh, we really weren't prepared with anything to say, because I don't think we knew what to expect, really. But, um, and Renee's poor little puppy, Jake, he's got separation anxiety. And well, we he were, was a little baby, and yeah. he knew we were home. And, and we were in the basement with the door closed, and he just stood at the basement and screamed. It sounded like a child screaming. <laughs> oh, he was actually upstairs on the second floor. We were in the basement, and he was in his crate. Oh, my God, he was further away. He was away in his crate thought. upstairs. Oh, God. Because he was still Renee. little, and I couldn't trust him to be out because he would chew on things. And you know what? Your basement space is very nice. It's, it's a dope. nice basement yeah. space. You know, we were sitting oh, around a, a poker table, yeah. which was super cool. You know, it was a round poker table. And, uh, but yeah, man, that, that poor dog, man. No. That was, he was not happy him. that we mm-hmm. he couldn't be out with us. No. And there, yeah. there was a lot of, as, as I recall, there was a lot of dead space in that episode. <laughs> yeah, because then we were like, well, now what? <laughs> but uh, it was 30 minutes long of us going to. Uh, well, I don't know what to talk about now. Um, but we did have some pretty tasty treats from the yep. bakery at Epping's on Eastside, which something else that we could put in the news. They closed down during the winter yes. because of COVID, but they have since opened back up. They opened up on the 15th, I believe. So they are back in action for anyone that wants to go to Epping's. I want to go. Yes. Oh, so go good. Back. So good. Brunch. Brunch Again, that chef, that chef driven cuisine yep. for sure. Mm-hmm. Heck and yeah. their bakery is so good. Yeah, well, yeah I remember distinctly mm-hmm. having their Pop-Tarts. Their Pop-Tarts are delicious. And normally, like homemade Pop-Tarts, I mean, they're good, but they're not... Well, I they're mean, hard to make. They're very, they're very difficult to make. Yeah. And like, honestly, the ones you get at the store, the Pop-Tarts, the Kellogg's ones, I mean, they're pretty solid. Yeah. But these are as close as you're going to get to that store-bought one. But for them to be fresh and they look the part... And they taste the part. They're amazing. Yeah. Yeah, they are very good. So, that was a bright spot in the episode. <laughs> it might have been the only bright spot. But we learned. We learned. Now we have an outline. Mm-hmm. We talk about We text each other. Talk about what we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. There's lots of planning that goes into it. A lot of thought goes into these episodes. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe not a lot of good thoughts for me sometimes. But, you know. <laughs> Thoughts, nonetheless, which we didn't have the first time. So. It's, it's, you know, it's, again, it's organized. It's definitely organized, but it sounds organic, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean. Yeah, organized chaos. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, well, that's all that should be said about that episode. Wasn't there <laughs> pizza in that episode? Uh, yes. The next episode, the actual uh, first okay, episode. Okay, okay. The, the one that we released had pizza. Okay, gotcha. And, um. That pizza was from two local places, which That's we would right. not do now. Yeah. Um, it was Mirror Twin and Brooklyn Pizza. And, of course, we picked Mirror Twin because that's all our favorites. And because it's all, and Brooklyn pizza was good too. I mean, you're hard pressed to find bad pizza, honestly. I mean, there's bad well, it's pizza. It's the rolling out there, oven that's at Mira Twin. I don't know. We yeah. need we need to have Elle back on the show to talk about bad pizza in this town because she. Well, she's from New York, so <laughs> we can't trust her opinion about local pizza. She has opinions, let me tell you. I'm sure, and I'm sure nothing compares to New York pizza. Nope. It never does. 
Um, yeah, looking back on that, I'm not super excited that we pit two local places together because we're all about just supporting everybody and no, no animosity really. But, you know, we, we had to start somewhere. So, you know, we started there and now we do chains versus local restaurants. And mm-hmm. I think that's a little more fair. But, um, I mean, we were more familiar with rolling ovens. So there's that. And um, that was our first episode. We fast forward to that Christmas, I believe. We did our first remote podcast at Broom Wagon as part of mm-hmm. the 2019 Wine and Pop Tarts Christmas fundraiser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that was, was my first one. time at Broom Wagon, too, and that was really good. Yeah. yeah, Broom Wagon is legit. They are, if you don't know about them, they are a hybrid cafe, coffee shop, and um, bike shop. Mm-hmm. So you can go there and buy a nice high end bike, like cater to your needs you can get your bike worked on you can buy all kinds of accessories and stuff and mm-hmm. then in the back you can go and you can order coffee you can get they've got like a little bistro menu mm-hmm. they have a lot of vegan stuff they they work on they do work on bikes yeah yeah oh yeah so i need to take my bike down there because my bike needs a total overhaul yeah they, they'll were do doing, that. they were doing stuff while we were there yeah because like, they, they have a pretty good a couple of my friends have gotten their bikes worked on there okay yeah. I'm, I'm gonna keep that in mind because my my poor bike I, I i like my bike but my bike needs a total overhaul there's a lot of yeah. stuff it needs so. And I would also like to apologize for being hungover in that episode. Once again, you were I, hungover, I, yes. I, I have apologized a lot <laughs> for that, but I would just like to apologize again. But we got through it. We got yeah, through yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We did. Um, and then we had our infamous remote episode at Pivot, mm-hmm. which is not it, not our fault. It's just that this was the day that shut down the entire country, and we were just sitting there having a podcast like nothing was happening. Well, it was also we were, Nate's last podcast with yes, us. Yes, it was Nathan's last podcast with us. Um, they very they let us get through our episode, but just a few hours later, everything shut down. Yep. Like they were, we went to me and Brett went to West Six after that. They were like very scared. They made everybody leave. Like that was the beginning of the apocalypse that mm-hmm. has been COVID. So, and we were just sitting there having a good old time talking about how Olive Garden sucks. Yep, <laughs> I had lots of opinions about Olive Garden. Mm-hmm. I still do. I, I, nothing can change my mind. <laughs> Um, so that led us to quickly move over to doing the podcast on Skype, Mm -hmm. which I think in spite of it all, it worked pretty good. It worked. worked. Yeah. 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 Yeah, We made it work. Yeah. We, uh, the first one I think we did with our headphones, which which was fine. fine. But then we, we both ended up getting a mic Mm -hmm. and plugging it into the computer and we gave our, uh, houses catchy little names like the Harris Homestead and the Cameron Cave. There you go. Just fit yeah. in with Fort Lewis. Absolutely. We came up with new ideas like this very segment. So not the mukbang part, but the trying part. <laughs> but, um, we finally got back into Fort Lewis studios at the end of May and then we had tons of guests on and I know I'm going to miss them, some of them, but the inebriated baker she's been on twice since then yeah she's uh, a repeat guest of her yeah. yeah the brewer's daughters they were really good mm-hmm. kara shepherd from the legends uh sass in the bluegrass and some of our friends we had desiree come on and talk about vegan stuff and l came on and talked about hanukkah well and, uh, and lee lee came on prior yeah, to all that she came on yeah. in Jan- 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 last january january 2020 about yeah free stuff that mm-hmm, was a good mm-hmm. episode too. yeah and I'm sure that there's others that we've had on that I'm forgetting. Matt and from I'm sorry. S'more Than a Feeling, when he came on and he's oh, here, yeah. he yeah. was actually here at Fort Lewis was, and made us some s'mores. That was delicious. Yeah, that was the episode before COVID. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And I'm sorry if I've forgotten anybody that's been here since then, but those are the only ones my little 
allergy-addled brain could think of. So, And now we're here at 50, still going mm-hmm. strong. So yeah, absolutely. Can't wait to see what the next 50 bring us. I can't wait either. Because like I said, and, and this is just from, from you know, I just want to give kudos, props to, to y'all uh, in the fact that I honestly, because, you know, I listen back to every episode. Uh, it's part of my thing that I do because I'm not going to put out, you know, crap. <laughs> um, but I listen back to every episode just to, to, to clean up some some minor stuff and that, that kind of thing, like dead spots and that stuff. And when we first started, I'm not going to lie to you, I'm like, oh my God, there's so many dead spots. <laughs> oh my Lord, what have I done? And, you know, now you all keep a conversation going mm-hmm. and, you know, it's, you all really, I I think. Well, this work for you now. <laughs> it, I mean, it really kind of is, but I don't know if you all listen back. Sarah, I do, I'll I, listen to um, Sometimes, But seriously, I, I think you all have come a lot, you're, uh, you're, it's clear that you're definitely more comfortable talking for sure. And, you know, we even talked about this, Sarah, with, with uh, the, the, the new job that you got mm-hmm. and the fact that you felt like that podcasting helped you with that interview because you were able to to, to do, give a presentation. Yeah. Coherently. Yeah. And not be like, oh, <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's what they normally are. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, it really did help with that. Yeah, but t- and, I mean, and I have to give like little presentations and like talks now and stuff too. And yeah. I don't, I don't get nervous or anything. I'm just like, well, here it is. Yeah, we're talking. We're talking. Mm-hmm. If you don't like to hear it, sorry. That's that's exactly right. So yeah, so props to you all. I, th- I really think that you all have, have come a long way and really made this into a, a fun a fun show for Aww. sure. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, it's very nice. All right, well, that's enough of that. (laughs) So, mushiness. So, now it's time to move on to this week's podcast question. So, uh, now it's time for our favorite segment. Yay! Yay. The Hungry in Kentucky podcast question. So, this one comes to us courtesy of a viral question that Carrie saw on Twitter. Um, What's your favorite food from a restaurant that no longer exists? So, let's go around the table. Get our answers here. So, who's got an answer? Renee? Renee, you go ahead and start. Um, So, I really had to think about this because there was some things that have been on menus of restaurants that still do exist that they've taken away that I miss. And just to throw homage to that. So, Panera used to have a bagel long, long time ago called Passion Fruit Bagel. And I, I'm going to say I liked it better than I did the cinnamon crunch bagel. Cinnamon crunch bagel is my favorite by far. But this one was amazing. And they took it off the menu. I don't know if they found out I liked it and took it off the menu, but it's it's yeah, no longer there. They did. Um, so, R.I.P. Passion Fruit Bagel. Anyway, so there there was a, a bakery, which we wrote about on the blog, called Confused Confections. That was on Clay Avenue. Um, they were, I can't remember, they used to be off Todd's Road. And they were another name, and it's the name's escaping me. And then they turned into Confused Confections. Well, I had been going to that bakery when they were the other name, Confused Confections, and followed them over to Todd's Road. They were my place. I went there for every cookies, any baked goods. They done it. They done it all. And they had a strawberry cupcake with strawberry frosting, and then they put a dollop of strawberry jam on top of the frosting, and it was so good. Like the cake was, the cake was. It had a good crumb to it. The frosting wasn't overly sweet, but you could really taste strawberry in it. And then that jam just really set it all off. 
And that's gone. And they also had a cookie that they called a curveball cookie. And I can't even tell you what was in this thing. I know there was marshmallow in it. but And I could taste a little graham cracker in there. Oh, yeah, that's good. But it was so good. Yeah. And now that place is gone. And I used them literally. I took all my brides there. I got all my birthday cakes there. Like literally everything. Yeah. Everything I got from theirs, they were they were my my stop, and um, and now they're gone. And I have actually been kind of lost trying to come up with another another cake place because I buy a lot of cake. So yeah, but I, I miss them a lot. So I I did. You can take this question two different ways. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm going to do with it. Okay. So you, I, I, I feel like you can take this question. Is there is there a restaurant that doesn't exist anymore that used to have a favorite, right? Or a restaurant that still exists that took something off the menu, right? Mm-hmm. So my restaurant that doesn't exist anymore mm-hmm. is actually a local restaurant. It's called Ed and Fred's Desert Moon. And it was off, I can't remember the name of the street, but you know where the, the wine bar is? Um, if, if you're going back towards Midland Avenue and you're coming down Vine, you can kind of take that right and go mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was right in there, and they had this chili lime pasta that was absolutely amazing. And there's occasion, some days, where I think about that chili lime pasta still to this day. And they have been closed. Ed and Fred's has been closed for a long time. In fact, I think they tore the building down. That's how long it's been gone. But there are days when I'm just like, oh my God, that pasta was so delicious. And they had a seafood seafood calzone that John absolutely loved. Loved. So that would be my restaurant that is no longer here menu item. A menu item for a restaurant that still exists is a chain restaurant. B-dubs took off their pizza pockets and they've never brought them back. Boo. Mythical Kitchen did an episode about that <laughs> on YouTube and the, the Retin Link Mythical Kitchen people. Uh-huh. And they recreated it. You should check that out. They were so del- they were so good. Mm-hmm. They were so good. They were delicious. Yeah. They were just fried pizzas and they were delicious. And it sounds I never had them this. Oh, they took them off like a long time like in the 90s or something. Oh, well, I definitely never late had them late 90s or it, it was probably late 90s early 2000s when they took them off but B-dubs, quit making stupid truffle flavor wings and bring back pizza pockets. Listen, I tried the tru- I need to try the truffle flavored wings. I try. Them. I'd try them, but you know, are they necessary? Pizza pockets, pizza pockets are necessary. <laughs> That's fair. Especially um, for a bar that shows games. People are there for wings, beer, pizza pockets, and, and uh, sports. Yeah. What yeah. more could you ask for? Um, mine, which uh, a couple of people said this down in the comments, but it is also near and dear to my heart. Mine is the Pazos Pesto Bread. That was oh, some sick dude. shit. dude. Yes. 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 Because And they made the, the pesto without pine nuts. So it was, it was very allergy friendly. And it was just like a French bread with their non-pine nut pesto. And then it had tomato slices on top. And that shit slapped so hard. It was so good. And I would, we would go, we went there a lot, a lot, a lot in college. Like to watch games, to go to, um the pint night just mm-hmm. all the time we went there all the time and my signature dish to get there was pesto bread in a bowl of the white chicken chili very tasty mm-hmm. i will agree with They're- you sarah that pesto bread was double yes and i didn't realize it didn't have pine nuts in it no wonder i could eat it exactly that makes sense now see because i thought that i thought forever that 
Like, I never thought one thing about pesto. And then I went to, actually, it's a funny story. I went went out with some people from work. This was like 10 years ago now, I think. But we all went out drinking and we went to Grey Goose. And we got like an ass load of pizza. And one of them was a pizza that has pesto on it. And let's be honest, I was drunk. So then I'm like eating pesto. I'm like, oh man, this is so good. I got a piece. So I got up to go to the bathroom. My lip. (gasps) was the size of a golf ball. Oh, and then no. I was just like, oh, man, that sucks. More drinks. <laughs> and it was swollen for four days afterward. So I guess that's when I found out. It's weird that there's not pine nuts in pesto. But, uh, yeah, their pesto bread was delish. And so, and that's a restaurant that no longer exists. Yeah, that, yes. that restaurant is long gone, sadly. All right. But, um, so let's go to social media. On Facebook, um, Jeff said it rhymes with schmear. <laughs> it's beer. But it's really not even beer. It's a shot. So he said there was a bar in Huntington that served a dirty mop water shot. So good. It had blue carousel, vodka, and maybe rum chata in it. He said he couldn't remember exactly. But that it was amazing. Um, Tiffany said hopcat fries, which were good, but that always gave me heartburn. But whatever uh robert said sam's truck stop in georgetown had the best hamburgers that money could buy and i'd believe it truck stops got good food yeah. man um kate said brasabana's peruvian chicken which i always kept meaning to go to and then it closed i went yeah. there one time and i can say their food was good yeah but yeah. it's all oh, it was over off alexandria lane drive allen, at lane allen, allen road yeah. and i that's just that yeah i really like yeah. the name of the place yeah brasabana's yeah Bethany said, um, anything from Mandarin and Zandel. And then Nicole said, sour cream enchiladas from El Chico or the tacos from Tumbleweed. Man, I used to love the shit out of some Tumbleweed. Dude, so did I. It was out there off Clay's Mill Road. Oh my God, Tumbleweed was the best. We just always went to the one in the mall (laughs) because we were little mall rats when we came to Lexington. Well, and I guess speaking of Mexican food real quick, I miss uh, On the Border. I never had on the board. Oh. I love their chips, though, that they have in the stores. Those so are the good. best chips. Oh, my God. On the border was so good. Okay. So, on Instagram, there's a lot of answers on Instagram. Uh, at Mrs. Angelini said, the French dip at Winners on Southland Drive. There's, I've not heard of a lot of these places. No, I've heard of some of these. Winners, Winners is where Trump's used to be, and then it burned down, and then it resurrected. And so now it's... It, is it, that where Nash Southern's? Yeah, it's, it, that okay. building is cursed, so... Yeah. <laughs> I went there when it was the other place that was the bar that I can't remember the name of. There was a tiki bar there. Yeah, there was a, yeah, there yeah. Was yeah. That, that building is totally cursed. That was another yeah. drunken night that I'm having a hard time remembering. Yeah. <laughs> um, at Muse Marketing KY said Mahi Mahi cooked in banana leaf from Atomic Cafe, which R.I.P. I've loved Atomic Cafe. Right? Oh my god, their food was so good. They had these conch fritters that were freaking delicious. Their chicken pot pie was dope, too. I don't think I heard the chicken pot pie, but their patio was also lit. They had yeah. a really great patio. That was the first place that I came to in Lexington as like a teenager that wasn't a chain restaurant. Like I loved Atomic Cafe. Yeah. yeah. Sad. That's gone. R.I.P. And any sandwich from Giacomo's? I don't know where that is. No, I never heard of that. Um, 
at Pretty in the City Hope, who was also a guest on yes, this podcast was. with Sass and Bluegrass. Uh, Deshaies Pasta, which is funny because I also was trying to think of something that I liked from Deshaies before yeah. I read this because that was a place that my dad really liked to go to when we came to Lexington. I forgot about this place. See, now I'm being reminded of all the places that used to be in Lexington that were in, good and shut down. In the square, Victoria yeah, Square. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, at Kimberly Mead said... Melodians white chili and gourmet grilled cheese. Oh, Melodians was uh, uh, yes, yes, it was. It's down right off of Main Street. So do you know? Um, there's a there's a bourbon bar there now where Melodians used to be. Oh, is it bourbon on a ride? No, no, no. It's on the it's on. So if you're driving down Main Street, it's actually on the left hand side, okay. and it's on like the what you know where McCarthy's is. Uh-huh. So if you go up to the corner. And there, there, it used to be Harry's. It's not Harry's anymore, but that used to be the Melodian. Oh, okay. I told, oh my God, I totally forgot about the Melodian. We used to go Melodian all the time. Melodian was great. They had great sandwiches. Again, this is back <laughs> in the- great gourmet grilled cheese. <laughs> <laughs> no, they did. They really honestly did. I, I told, oh my God, now I'm, now I'm getting flooded back with memories from the <laughs> 90s being in Lexington. All right. Well, don't cry too much. We still got a show to do. <laughs> At Anna Eats Lex. It said anything from a Portofino. <laughs> Portofino. Um, at Else.Cath said locals had really good fish, which I only went to locals once and it was fine. It was, yeah. I, I thought I it was, it, it. it was a little, I didn't, uh, no, I'm not going to rag on the place. I'm yeah. really not. It was okay. It was okay. It I'll wasn't say that. what I thought it was going to no, be. No, it was not. No, we've got another business going to be moving into El Cid. And yeah. peop, people, oh, yeah, 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 people are super around here, super mm-hmm. excited about it. It's like got that huge patio. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And apparently El Cid, I have not been there, but I, I heard to, good things. I have to. I need to go. Um, at Big Polite said, the wings at Billy's Barbecue were the best food of all time. And where was Billy's Barbecue? Because this comes up a ton on you know, you know where You know where Joella's is off of uh, right there yeah. um, in Chevy Chase? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. where Billy's. And their fried pickles were delish. They're, See, I never had it. Oh, my God. They were the only fried pickles I will eat. Like, for real. Their fried pickles were that good. See? They were so delicious. Well, it, it comes up three or four more times on this. So, get ready. At Southern Blue Girl said, ooh, great post. Thank you. Um, Chi-Chi's chips and salsa. I was waiting for somebody to say Chi-Chi's. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Chi-Chi's was good. London Broil at TGI Friday's, which is fair. TGI Friday's is not here, though. We don't, there's not one in Lexington, no. period. No, they all closed. They all closed. Yep. Fries from G, uh, G. Dritzy's. G.D. Ritzy's. G.D. Ritzy's. There was one in Florence. There's all one in there's, I thought there was still one in western part of the state, somewhere in Bowling Green. Maybe. There was a G.D. Ritzy still, what I heard. Um, Nagasaki Inn, anything from there. And Deep Fried Mushrooms at Nellie Kelly's. And then she said, I'm telling my age. I don't remember that no, place. So uh, that was before my time. <laughs> yeah. At Sarah K. Sheely said, Barbecue, fries, and cornbread from Billy's Barbecue. So good. At Whitney Suzanne said Daryl's on Nicholasville Road in Lexington, the crackers. So a funny story, John always calls that diarrhea Daryl's. <laughs> <laughs> Not to get too crash or gross on this show. But that's his name for it. That's amazing. <coughs> At Elutes forty four said Pazos Pesto Bread. I'm right there with you. Rip. At Bluegrass Blog said, I used to love the food at August Moon. It was a Chinese restaurant on Nicholasville Road near New Circle near the Starbucks. Yep, I remember that place. Uh, at Wine and Pop-Tarts said, Beer from Gather on Main, which was mm-hmm. right on Main Street yeah. across from the Kentucky Theater. Yep. It used to be 
Yeah, I it, it was a it was something. It, it had was, another name before. It had that, another name it's before. Right in the front yeah. of my head. Yeah, but um, it's also gone. It's all sad. It's all gone. <laughs> and at Lexborn, Kentucky, said lobster roll from Nagasaki, funky chicken from Pazos, which is awesome. I like the funky chicken. Yeah. Um, mutton and pulled pork from Billy's Barbecue, and the Korean chicken sandwich and fries platter from Village Idiot. Oh, guess what? Fun fact: I looked at the menu for the for the post postmasters. postmasters. They're going to have that on the menu. That's nice. on the oh, menu. So so there you go. So there they you also go. have really good steamed mussels at the Village Idiots. Unfortunately, those are not on the menu, and we always oh, love that. those beer steamed mussels. Yes, yeah, they're delicious. Steamed in like habanero sauce and bells mm-hmm. over on. Yeah, That's how I had delicious. Them. Very good. Make your nose run for sure, but still tasty. And then on Twitter, Terry Lane No said prime rib from the fifth quarter. Uh, my first Chinese food was at the Oriental Inn, and then the cilantro lime dressing from Diarrhea Daryl's. <laughs> she did. I put the diarrhea in there. She did. And then Scott Watts took the approach that you guys both also took in the beginning. He said the McDonald's Arch Deluxe. Right. And see, actually, that when I saw that response, that was that when I was like, "Oh, the, you could you could go two different ways with this question. You oh, really could." I that part of the to, tweet. to kind of, to kind of be either something that's already off it's off the mm-hmm. menu that's yeah. never coming back, or a restaurant that's gone. Which also, uh, the Mythical Kitchen YouTube channel also recreated the Arch Deluxe as oh, well. Okay, so I'm just over here plugging <laughs> people's YouTube channels. Uh, it's really funny. You should check it out. There you go. And then now it's time to move on to our last segment of the day, the food cut cage match. Ding ding ding, 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 But this time, since we've been eating all the foods this week, we decided to just keep on talking about the food from our first episode, pizza. Mm-hmm. So we didn't want to get those same pizzas again because we already know what it tastes like. And honestly, you know, we're all going to pick rolling oven. So, <laughs> I mean, what's the point yeah. that, um, so it's not like anybody's recipes have drastically changed. So this time we're turning the cage into a chill hangout lounge and we're going to talk about our top three favorite pizzas. So I'll start. Mm-hmm. Mine are a rolling oven at Mirror Twin. And these are just ones in the Lexington area sure. for me. Um, Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. And uh, Puccini's Smiling Teeth because I don't think that one gets mentioned nearly enough. So. What you guys got? Any opinions? So I'm going to go rolling oven. Mm-hmm. Apollo. Because mm-hmm. I do like Apollo pizza. Right. It really is. And I'm telling you, Apollo's got good sandwiches too. It's not just their pizza. Their sandwiches are delicious. And and then I'm going to go Jets for like the chain. Because their thin crust, the CFO, that's he is a thin crust connoisseur. And that is one of the thin crusts that we, we found that is it holds up. Like, you know, some of the thin crusts you get, they kind of sat soggy with the toppings and stuff. Jets is very delicious. And not super expensive either. Nice. So that would be mine. Mm-hmm. Renee, you got any um, ideas out there? So, rolling oven in Goodfellas. And then we've recently discovered a Big City. And we've really enjoyed it. Um, we've been getting into the house quite a bit. So, I would say those three. I feel like um, La Rosa's could get an honorable mention because you know I just yeah. now thought of La Rosa's. I, I do like me some La Rosa's because Buddy Deluxe is fantastic. We're getting, we're getting one in Richmond. Oh, they, really? They're popping up everywhere. But There's three everywhere. in Lexington now. I love them because they load up the sauce, and I am a sauce person. Mm-hmm. Pizza is just a sauce delivery system. And sure. again, shout out to Jets for giving you some nice big cups of sauce when you order it. Nice. Oh, well, we'll say. I do like when it's done correctly, and that's 
used to be consistent. Now it's not. But uh, Old Chicago, when it's done correctly, I really like it. Oh, man, I, we can't. We we can't honestly. We the can't. Last couple of times I went, it wasn't. But good. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We can't when eat it's it. It's done correctly. I mean. I like it. We end up with the most horrible stomach aches the next day, Mm -hmm. and I think it's from the grease. I can see that. And we don't even, because, and again, John John don't like the dough, so we don't even get the Chicago style. We just get like the thin thin crust, what they consider thin crust, right? And there's just, the grease just, both of us tears up our stomachs every time. Yeah. That used to be a place that me and Renee and Desiree used to hit up quite frequently mm-hmm. after work when we would work at St. Joe. So and they were um, open. They were open late. We always got off work late. Yeah, they were open till one, and mm-hmm. we would get off work at eleven. And then they had the one waitress that always knew what we wanted mm-hmm. and knew our drinks, and it was a good time there for a while. So. Yeah, normally if I go to a place. And the people working there start recognizing me. I was like, this is a time that I need to stop coming. No, that's when and you go so, more. And well, like, I think no. that's a fast food Well, thing, definitely yeah. fast food. Uh, but this one, I was like, you know what? I'm fine with this. Yeah, yeah. And me and my brother went all the time. Mm-hmm. We just had a lot of laughs and a lot of good memories there. Yeah, And when sure. it, they first opened, like every single time it was consistently good. And then I don't know at some point, I don't know if management changed or whatever, but uh, it just started getting really bad. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you there, but excuse me, we have had a lot of good times there. All right, so let's quickly move on to what we're drinking real quick. So are you still on the tea train there? I'm I'm critiquing tea, so this is going to take a while. Okay. Yeah. So I actually got tea from Sonic, and I've been sleeping on tea from Sonic. This was actually pretty good. It was little sweet but i'm okay with that i can handle a little extra sweetness in my tea but they've also got the little pebble ice the good ice which i which i do enjoy so yeah i want to be putting this on my regular list now you know you can go there and buy that ice right yeah just in case anybody out there was missing that good sonic ice you can go buy it right from them in a bag yeah so uh carrie what are you drinking well so you and i split something Mm -hmm. from mirror twin and this is their sour reflections number seven volume seven because we had sour reflections six i think we had five and i haven't tried six no six six was the strawberry banana i thought Mm -hmm. there was one between this one and the strawberry Mm -hmm. if there was i missed it yeah it was like passion fruit something oh you you are correct yeah you are correct you are correct yeah so we had the number five which was the banana strawberry which tasted like a freaking smoothie which was delicious fantastic yeah so we missed the passion fruit one because i'm Mm -hmm. passion fruit and beer the 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 flavor is so delicate i just i you know whatever okay so this is our flower Flower, flower, sour reflections, <laughs> volume seven. Blackberry, blueberry, and marshmallow, which plays right into Easter, right? And the whole mm-hmm. peeps thing. Slushy sour. Uh, the color on this was absolutely fabulous, right? I mean, oh, yes. It was very pretty, very dark, deep red. Yeah, nice, deep red. Very colored. So, Sarah, what did you think of it? I liked it. It was a pretty easy drinker. It wasn't like, it's sour, but it wasn't like anything that. I don't think anybody could, like, I don't think it's too sour. I think the marshmallow maybe cuts into that a little bit. Yeah. I like the consistency. It was thick. The lacing on the glass is obviously still there. Mm-hmm. And the berry flavor was really on point. It 
reminded me of the the oh no slushy that they had back in the summer which i think i still have a couple of cans of in the refrigerator Ooh, nice i had the oh no deluxe and it was blueberry blackberry and raspberries slushy sour and that one was very nice very nice this is this is this is good it's a good offering so if you're if you're at mirror twin there were still plenty of four packs in the in the cooler there so go get you some yeah, for sure. What else are you drinking? Oh. So I went ahead and grabbed out of the, the beer fridge here, Urban Artifacts Mixing Machine Mixed Berry Midwest Fruit Tart. Uh, you know, it's, it's a decent beer. Um, let's see, they got 1,000 pounds of cherries, 800 pounds of blueberries, 600 pounds of red raspberries, 600 pounds of blackberries, and mm-hmm. 30 grams of vanilla bean per 30-barrel batch for Jesus. this. Yeah, but you know what? thought the mirror twin was better Ooh, i did thought the mirror twin was better it the lacing it didn't leave it didn't leave you know a coating on the glass the mm-hmm. the the mix mixing machine didn't and it wasn't near as thick yeah i mean this the mirror twin definitely left stuff all over the glass but you know what that just lets me know that there's like real ass fruit up in there, there you go there you go and mm-hmm. this is the remnants of the real fruit um, I had that Sharon beer with Carrie there, and I also had the Rheingeist Zango, which is their ale with apple, mango, and tangerine. And I had it last year and remembered that it was good. Still good. It's a very it's a very orange forward taste. So if you're into that, go check them out. And then I I haven't dyed L8 that I'm sipping on over here too, because like we said, it's a Sunday morning and mm-hmm. I'm dragging a little bit. So. <laughs> It's the morning times, which you would think I'd be over that by now, but eh, we, I never will be. <laughs> we 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 gonna go get you a chicken sandwich, so you'll be uh, all good. That's right. We're gonna go hit up Shamrocks after this for anybody yep. that's wondering. So support your local businesses, everybody. All right. So that's gonna do it for us today. Um, you can find our podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Hungry and KY. You can email us we're Hungry and KY at gmail dot com. Uh, we have new po- episodes of our podcast coming out every other Tuesday where fine podcasts are found. So where do we find the blog at, Renee? Uh, make sure to keep an eye on the blog as well because with the coverage from Chicken Sandwich Week, you're going to see what all these sandwiches look like mm-hmm. and get kind of our critique on which one is uh, which one's the best. Um, Facebook and Instagram, we are under Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. Twitter is BB and Eats, and our website is bbneats.com. That's right, and you can expect to see a, a full... I think last year we just waited till the end of the week and just kind of called all our results and put them on the blog. So we'll do that again this year for yeah. sure. So and then we'll be on Instagram too. Sure. So okay, where we find you at, Carrie? At gr grls beer sports uh, on the twitters. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We are on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We are on Google Play. We're on Stitcher. We are on Amazon. We are on iHeartRadio. We are everywhere. Good podcasts are free. Nice. Well, thanks again for listening to Hungry in Kentucky. And as always, stay hungry, Kentucky.